Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. Here we go. Was that too loud? Not for me. Okay. Was it for you? Not really. It was good. Okay. It was okay. People, people out there, you know that we're here. Yes. Okay. Good morning. I'm Good Lynn. morning. I'm, I'm Bev, and, and we are really weird, <laughs> and and we do stuff. stuff. And it is Thursday morning at eight thirty, and we hope that you're listening. If you're not listening, then you can't hear us. If <laughs> so, you are listening, thank you. And if your ears are on, that's We're wonderful. To our show, I wanted to wear my ears this morning, but I forgot to plug them in last oh, night. Oh, did you? So they're not charged. No, that's all right. Want me to talk loud? No. <laughs> I'm going to do our, my loud sounds. You could do that so well. Don't do that. I know, I know. You know, people can't see that, but there's times when I've made some kind of a sound and she's just about hit that back wall. You know, my I'm half deaf. I swear to God, I'm half deaf. I have hearing aids and everything else and, and she's still Yeah, I can still get you. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Good lungs. Oh, yeah. So how has your week been? Not too bad actually. I had to think about it for a yeah. minute. Yeah. It takes a while to remember. A week, really. It was a whole week. Yeah. What's today? The whole week. Today's Thursday. I've had a few sleepless nights. What is going on? Well, one night I think it's because I had coffee late, which I never do. And that really affects you? Well, I don't know. I guess maybe. But I'm talking 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. (gasps) And it happened again last night. Just wide awake. Just wide awake. Watched a movie. Went to bed at four. I'm exhausted. <laughs> what time did you get up? I got up at seven thirty. So you had three hours or so. Or so. <gasps> yeah, that's yeah. not good. It's gonna catch up. It will catch up with me. Don't don't drive anywhere this afternoon. No, I don't have anywhere long to go. Okay. No, I'm not. No, no, no driving far. But I know it will catch up. Or near. Or near. <laughs> near or far. <laughs> Oh, I did it. She did it again. (laughs) That's Grover. Is that Grover? That sounded like the Cookie Monster, actually. (laughs) Yeah, probably a little bit. I love Grover. So, hey. Yes, dear. Did you ever see the the old cartoon Bambi? No. I didn't watch it because when I was a kid and it came out and everybody was saying, oh, she dies. It's so sad. So I couldn't watch it. I get it. That was my reaction. I watched it the other day with my granddaughter because a friend of mine sent the DVD for my granddaughter and I to watch. And it was so cute in the beginning because you've got the little, little tiny voices and thumper and a voice with a little flower and thumper. And they're so cute. Uh-huh. And they're just so cute. Uh-huh. And then, like you said, uh-huh. Mama dies. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the fire. The big, giant forest fire. I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah, and the hunters, who not only kill the mother, but later on there's other hunting guns that happen, yes. And I didn't and know And this what is to for do. children? Well, that just goes to show that when we were kids, we had some violent cartoons. You think about all the, the Bugs Bunny and the... At times they got squashed or they got hammered with a sledgehammer and they... The old they, poor old coyote. Coyote. <laughs> Man, we had some seriously, <laughs> we had some seriously violent uh-huh. stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if you're going to watch Bambi, the Disney cartoon from 1960s, I think, or has to be 60s, maybe 50s. Could be 50s. Be prepared. Telling my for Bambi's mother to be shot, and the uh-huh. couple other animals get shot, and the forest fire. I have a friend who laughs at me because I get that way. And I had a photo contest that I put on last year for the lions. And he sent me a picture of a fawn. And he said, here's Bambi before I find him. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, and that cuts deep with you. Yeah, and I still like him, but I did. that was Here's really bad. Before I find him, <laughs> not a pleasant thought. Uh-uh. Well, imagine you're sitting there with a little kid, and they say, "Why are the men out there 
shooting. And yeah. you say, well, it's hunting season. Well, what's hunting season? Well, <laughs> then you have to go there. Out to call the herd. And I just don't really want to go there. No. Even though it's real and, it's, you know. Have I, you ever eaten venison? I did just because because I had to at one time. And I, I cooked the heck out of it. I think I made a, a stew. And then one time I think I did a fondue with it with some friends. Uh-huh. And that was it. Not good. I just uh, had a bunch of it in my freezer and ended up giving it all away. Kind of, kind of. Well, they tough. say gamey and tough. Yeah. But I couldn't get over the psychological Bambi part. Ah. Yeah. Those little baby boys. Yeah, can't. Can't do it. See how we segue off into we the We do. We just sunset. chat. This is morning yeah. chat with Bev and Lynn. My guess. So. We are here to share with you things that we found, and we have no idea what each other has found. It's kind of like a game show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But yes. I do have a theme. What's your, you have a theme. I do. And it is? Stuff that you can reuse. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Stuff that you, I got to get the other pen. But I also have the true or false. Well, why am I getting a pen when I can just take a copy of what you have? <laughs> but I like I like. I can give it to you. It's on my computer. <laughs> true or not. All right. Number one. South Africa officially has two capital cities. Okay. What are they? Oh, I, you can't tell me. because Of course I like... can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two. Mm-hmm. When going out of the cave, bats always turn in the right direction. In the right direction? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Number three. By lying a frog on its back and softly caressing its tummy, it's possible to hypnotize it. (laughs) That's three. Your legs are getting very, very heavy. Very heavy. <laughs> Love the snort. Goes good with the frog story. You know, frogs. And you make a ribbit and you snore. Ribbit, yeah. Yeah, ribbit. you're getting very sleepy. Right? Don't do that because I will. That's <laughs> <laughs> so will you. Okay. All right. There they are. There so, they are, everybody. What's, what's, what's your theme? Oh, I do have a theme. So here, here's the thing. I won't say who, but I know somebody that last week won a million dollars on a scratch ticket. <gasps> no. Yes. Isn't that so cool? You know somebody personally? Yes. <gasps> yes. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. So I was starting to think to myself, hmm, what do you get if you win a million dollars on a scratch ticket? Pop. Then I watched Survivor and yeah. I wondered, the million dollars they win, what do they get? So I looked it up. So here's an example of what you get. Okay. So this is a $515 million jackpot. No, yeah. wait a minute. We'll, That's not we'll, what they we'll want. We'll start with the million. Right. This is this is a, a jackpot that was somewhere in the country, $515 million. Oh But gosh. this is the $1 million. We'll talk just about the $1 million right now. Wow. How much do you actually get if you win $1 million? So let's say you win a million-dollar jackpot. Mm-hmm. If you take the lump sum today, yeah. your total federal income taxes are estimated at $370,000. Ouch. Uh, figuring that they're going to tax you in the tax bracket of 37%. So you don't even get 700000 Well, yeah. And then, so, so what you're, if you take it over, if you take it over 20 years, uh-huh. you get 630000 according <gasps> to this. Even less. Yes. So then you wonder if the, so now you're in the, ta- I wonder how that works. If you take it in a lump sum, your tax bracket will go up. Uh-huh. And then I don't know how, you have to probably do some creative things with that money so your tax bracket won't be the same. Every year. Every year. Wow. But if you take winnings over a long period of time, uh-huh. does that still push you up oh, yeah. into a higher tax bracket? But your federal income taxes are going to be three hundred and seventy thousand dollars right off the bat. So here, here's the five hundred and fifteen million. You would um, let's see, uh, that amount would be three hundred forty-six point three million Jesus. if you won five hundred and fifteen. But the federal government will take thirty-seven percent 
for any income you receive over five hundred thousand. Uh, let's see. They also take twenty four percent of the winnings right off the top. Then you're going to owe tax the difference between the twenty four percent and the thirty seven percent the same time next year. So when it, it, it just keeps going. It just, just give keeps, me the car. keeps going. So it turns out that when you win the $515 million jackpot, if you take the cash option right away, you get $218,204,928. So that's out of $515 million. And you know what I say to that? I'll take it. <laughs> Still a lot of money, man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. Even if you win the million and you only get, still, that's going to be more than you it's got. More than what? Right. That's true. But the tax bracket thing—that—that's that, crazy. I forgot all about that. So that's that. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Some of these are good and some of these are not. So okay. I'm just, I'm just, just warning you ahead. Throwing of time. them out there. Okay. No pun intended. Gotcha. You're talking about recycling, right? <laughs> Did I see what did you see what I did there? I did. I, did. <laughs> I think I'll eat a cookie. See how I ignored that? <laughs> Butter wrappers. I'm gonna eat a cookie. Do you still use oleo in in the the quarters with the paper and? Oh yeah, butter. Yeah, yeah, butter okay. paper. All right. With the measurements on it. It says if you're like most people, you unwrap your butter, pop the stick into your handy holder, and throw the paper away. Yes. This is from WiseBread.com. But it says, instead of trashing the wrappers, keep them in a sandwich bag. Because the next time you need to grease a baking tray or dish, you're all set to go. Because there's the residual butter on the paper. Yeah. And then you can just smear it around the baking dish. Makes you wonder how many papers you'd need to use. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that you said put it in a Ziploc bag. Because yes. I wondered how we... Yeah. yeah. That's, I guess that's really good if you do a lot of baking. I don't. I don't. But, yeah. But I think that's good yeah. because you're not wasting. Okay. Do, 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 do one more. Okay. Plastic <laughs> silverware. Ah. Now, this, this surprised me. Mm. It's possible to get a good week of use from one set of plastic cutlery before recycling it. Now, I have used plastic silverware for months. I don't know what, didn't know <laughs> that there was a time limit for what you could use it wait, for. Wait, 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 <laughs> months. So you got the, pla let, let me try to understand this. <laughs> You've got the plastic silverware uh -huh. that you're using instead of your regular cutlery. In combination. So you've got the plastic silverware that you're using and washing and using and washing and using and washing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, isn't that what you do with your silverware? <laughs> use it and wash it, use it and wash it, use it and wash it? I don't know. It's become a habit. It's, it's, it's just a second nature now to, to do that. So I have a whole bunch of it. And <laughs> <laughs> What can you do with it? National Geographic says, <laughs> after about a week, it shouldn't be used for sanitary reasons. Ouch. But even then, you can always use it for other tasks, including handy markers for plants. Just write whatever you want. On the, with Sharpie on the handle and plunge it into the soil. And I'm thinking, well, that's okay, but I use it for a different reason with my plants. I stick it handle first into the soil so that the tines stick up in the air so my cats don't go to sleep in the plant and smother it. <laughs> what a good idea. And they do. It keeps them out of them. What a good idea. I mean, I my poor Jade. Oh. Really? Oh, yeah, flat. Because the, the, the cat lays in it, not eats it. It lays yeah, in it. It just curls up inside around so it. So the forks help? Yes, they do. They keep, Where did you get that idea? You, I just had it in my hand one day you, and you said, You need to send oh. that to Reader's Digest or somewhere. If you're listening to this on <laughs> WTBR. It was Bev's idea. <laughs> Stick your fork in your dirt and your cats won't crawl in your plants. It works. That is... A number one, A plus, you got it, you win. Thank you. I think that is awesome. Ta-da. I do like the idea of sticking the spoons in the dirt in your garden and putting the name of whatever you have mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in your garden on the plastic spoon. As long as it doesn't rain. Well, you use Sharpie. Okay. Would that not just... I, 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 that's what I would try. Okay. 
and see what happens. All right. I love that idea. Don't throw your spoons away. Give them to me. Okay. <laughs> Not the clear ones. That won't work. Oh, that's They'd true. They have to be white. Okay. That would work better. Oh, I have silver ones, too. Oh, you know what? Did they ever, <laughs> does it ever come off? Yes, it does. It does. Yes. We had a party one time, and someone brought those, and we were disturbed because as we were eating, the silver was coming off. And uh-huh, was, uh-huh. Yeah, but you don't look worried. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look worried at all. <laughs> I have used forks that have been half off and half on. <laughs> Dishwasher? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love her. This is just how many years, and there's always something that comes up that just baffles me. <laughs> just the greatest thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so here's the lottery again. Okay. So the odds of winning a million dollar lottery are already astronomical. So what are the odds of winning twice? Worse. And then having your wife win, too. <gasps> oh. Three times. Oh. So there's this couple. No way. Kevin Phillips and his wife, Janet Flaumer Phillips of Lakeville, Massachusetts. Oh. They're neighbors. Okay. Phillips won two separate $1 million prizes in the last five years, and his wife, Won her own $1 million cash prize just last week, the Massachusetts Lottery announced. And this is not the person that I know that won a million dollars. Okay, okay. The odds <laughs> of winning a million dollar lottery are crazy. And to have two people win three times? That's that's The million weird. dollars three times? That is weird. That is, that is questionable. Doesn't it sound fixed? It does. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I would like to win. I actually told my husband, hey, look, our friend who, who won, I said. Doesn't she owe you something? <laughs> <laughs> we were actually going to go to her house all dressed in scraggly clothes and black <laughs> <laughs> Alms for the poor. Alms for the poor. <laughs> cool. Wine corks. What? Wine corks. I know you don't drink, so you don't usually... Oh, wine corks. I thought you said corpse. Cork. Corks, Cork. like dead Cork. people. Cork. Okay. My brother used to save them, and he's made weird pictures out of them or something. Mm-hmm. But you can use it for corn cob holders. If you've got a, a dinner party, and you don't want the yellow plastic holders that you stick into the ends to really show, you put a cork over the top of that, and it looks a lot better. That's cute. So, or you can slice them up. You can glue them to bottoms of lamps, <gasps> vases, furniture, <gasps> legs to protect wood floors and furniture. You can use them for door stops. Wow, who knew? I did. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Greg who makes things? Who made things? Who made them? Who, who made things with them? You my brother. Them? So my husband's sister. Uh-huh. Taught me how to do that, where you cut. She... My aunt's uncle and cousin. <laughs> <laughs> my, I guess it would be my sister-in-law. Okay. She has a little craft room, and she has a table, and she has a huge thing full of corks because she's got an in-law that owns a wine a wine. Oh, so she gets them for free. Yes, they make wine, and they have an orchard and everything. Mm-hmm. And you have a little saw, and you cut the corks, and you make things out of the corks. What I make it... Christmas ornaments. Really? Yeah. How cool is that? They're big. They're too big for my tree. I will bring one in and show you next week. I suppose if you put them small, they'd crack apart or something? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I think you'd have to keep them. But Moist. I like... Uh, these are the kinds of things that you hear and you say, whoa, that's so cool. And then you go home and you forget. <laughs> <laughs> that's like I said to Greg. When you leave here, it's yeah. like, where have I been? Yeah, you just forget. Okay. Okay. Brand new car. What if you win a brand new car? I have one I'm trying to pay for. Well, <laughs> if you win a brand new car, if you win a $15,000 Ford Fiesta, you pay $5,000 to the IRS. <clears throat> but if you win a sports car that retails for over 100000 you know how sometimes you see on these game shows you're mm-hmm, going to win this? Mm-hmm. You may 
not consider yourself quite so lucky. Oh, dear. Since the cars that are given away as prizes are often luxury models, the new wheels could boost your income quite a bit. Maybe put you in a new tax bracket. Even though the car's paid for? Mm-hmm. Because you received it, evidently. Huh. It says here, don't forget, you've got to pay registration, licensing fees, in order to get that car on the road. Don't they do that? Then there's the ongoing costs associated with auto ownership, like insurance premiums on a $100,000 car are going to be high, especially if it's a sports car. I wouldn't drive that. Maintenance are higher on a higher class car. I'd rent it. Oil changes on the cheapest <laughs> Ferrari, for example. Oh, yeah, that'll sell are on my pricey. And your shiny new 500 horsepower bullet probably doesn't get the gas mileage that your current car does. So I wonder if they offer you the money instead of the car. But then again, you're getting prize money. What if you get the car and you just sell it? You could. Go to a dealer and say what you got. Yeah. I think that's what I would do. Yeah. Yep. Take right. the I'm car. Glad, I'm glad we figured that out in case we win a car. Yep. So we just, okay. Yes. Now i got to figure out why I keep this. i got to figure out how to open this, this Christmas ornament ball you gave me because there's cookies inside and I want a cookie. I can't open it. I want a cookie. I usually keep a box of baking soda in my fridge after it's been six months or so like to replace it, but I don't throw it out. I will then use the used baking soda for cleaning things, unclogging drains, etc. Any 8 by 5 what the heck? My 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 things ran together, so it looks like I should read this and I shouldn't because it doesn't have anything. Well, we can talk about the baking soda. Can you? Because you can't use it in cooking after you have it in the refrigerator, because it's absorbed all the odors in your sure, refrigerator. Sure, but right? you can use it for cleaning. For right? cleaning, which I'm thinking, I have a glass top stove, which I have to say, it's just a maintenance Nightmare. monster. Yes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm a slave to it, but I use that cleaner that you buy. It's that little white cream. Like, yeah, yeah. I wonder if I could mix baking soda with a little water and just use baking soda. I wonder if that would scratch. <sighs> or you can do baking soda and white vinegar and clean your shower door. I don't have a shower door. It gets. You have a curtain. Yeah. So See through. If you. <laughs> Because the room is so dark. If I put up regular curtains, the room gets darker. So this way it comes in through the window and I have light. <laughs> oh, it's it's not the shower curtain. The shower curtain, it's the curtain on the window. No, it's the shower curtain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know what would be funny? <laughs> to have a shower curtain and have two really gorgeous people... <laughs> On yes. the shower curtain. Okay. Looking like they're taking a shower, but they look really buff. Like a bodybuilder and a, so and a fashion model. I'd be embarrassed. I couldn't get into the shower. Is, this, is that normal? Is that what I'm supposed to look like? Because this is nowhere near that. <laughs> uh, kind of like those t-shirts people buy in the summer where it looks like you have on a bikini. Oh, aren't those awful? <laughs> those are so bad. Oh, I never bought one. I do no. think they're funny, but they're stupid. <laughs> they are. Okay. All right. Uh, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so so what if you win a house? So if you win a home, hmm. think about that. That's hmm. awesome and wonderful. Yeah. You'll be responsible for paying the federal income tax based on the value of the home. And then you're going to be liable for state income tax. You're going to be liable for real estate taxes if your county has real estate taxes, depending on your state of residence, obviously. And you'll also be paying taxes at the marginal tax rate because the value of the prize is reported on your 1040. So your tax rate is going to go up again because you have the house. And this, of course, is on top of any other earnings from unemployment and investment. So it's added on. So it says that... If you can afford the tax bill, you're getting a home for the price of a generous down payment. Oh. So you still are ahead. Uh huh. But the cost of this type of prize doesn't really end there. 
On top of income taxes, again, you're going to have property taxes, homeowners insurance, utility bills, general maintenance and upkeep. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless so you, you were could, living in the woods before. This is, this not is a, true. This is not good. You could end up house poor. You know, you see those shows on TV where they take your house and, and they, they yes, do the whole thing and then yes. they bring the bus and then they say, move that bus. Yes. And then the people see this gorgeous home with this beautiful landscaping that they just did yesterday. You know, they bring in the grass mm-hmm. and they make everything mm-hmm. look really pretty and beautiful. Mm-hmm. I would like to go there a year or two later. See how many people still own them? See how the houses look. Is mm. the grass dead? Is the landscape? Because this stuff is kind of thrown in to yeah, look beautiful. yeah. yeah. But it's expensive. Maybe not necessarily to last. And then you wonder if the quality of the workmanship is great because they have all kinds of volunteers come in. They do. So you, I just, I'm I just seeing, wonder. I like those, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. I just, I just wonder. I'm just going to make it a rule from now on. If I win anything, it's going to be sold. <laughs> it's going to be sold. I think that's a good plan. That's 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 a good plan. You're gonna give me a present. I'm gonna sell, sell it to it. somebody. That's right. Chalk, chalk. Yes. Did you know that chalk can remove stains? No. Mark ring around the collar stains heavily with chalk before washing. The dust helps absorb the oils, making the stain easier to clean. So there should be laundry chalk. Next to the laundry soap and the shout I know. in the supermarket. There you go. Laundry chalk. That makes sense. We could be millionaires. My God. Nah. <laughs> After what we've been reading, I don't know. Rub chalk over the handle of a screwdriver to prevent slipping. You uh-huh. can keep ants out of your house. It says here, if ants are trotting into your house, I've never seen a trotting ant. Have you seen a trotting ant? <laughs> Draw chalk lines around their entry points. Many chalks contain calcium carbonate, which they don't like. And you can cover hairline cracks in walls until you're ready to paint by rubbing over them with a matching color chalk. I love it. And I love the idea of the ant thing. Yeah. I want to see a trotting ant. I, I want to see a, tr- a trotting <laughs> ant. Who knows? Maybe you'll be a trotting ant, and if you're lucky, you'll get a jitterbugging ant. Ooh. And, a, you know. Samba. A dancing ant. Are we going to take a break? Here we are at WTBR 89.7 FM. And here we go. Maybe. Support for WTBR comes from the Funky Phoenix, where they're transforming the- art and history. Custom woodworking, custom framing, and funky fine art and home decor. For unique and custom holiday gifts, find them online at thefunkyphoenix.com. UCP of Western Massachusetts is hiring experienced, licensed occupational, physical, and speech therapists and direct support professionals. Apply at ucpwma.org slash jobs. Join the agency that's reimagined independence. What's going on here? Combining the miracle of modern technology. With the secrets of ordinary street junkies. Producing this. 89.7 WTBR-FM. Pittsfield. Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC provides access to higher education to everyone in Berkshire County and beyond. Offering more than 50 high-quality programs, small class sizes, and an affordable education to help their students of all ages achieve their dreams. At BCC, their middle name is Community. And from County Ambulance. Providing quality, professional, efficient medical care and medical transportation services to the citizens of Berkshire County. Online at countyamb.com. Okay. Okay. That was a nice break. Yes. I love their radio voices. I wonder if I can take a class to learn how to speak like a radio person. They have them? Yeah. I went online one what, time. What, what, what is the book? Um, there's a name for it. Um... Good radio voices? No. (laughs) I didn't go to school for it, but I know Columbia. Columbia Broadcasting. Columbia Broadcasting. You can go online and you can learn how to... I don't know if they do it online, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it would be hard to do online because you'd need someone to hear if you're repeating things correctly, because you might not, you might think you are, but you're not. Like Boehner and Boner? Like, okay, so, 
here we go with what in here. Is this true or is this false? I still remember oh, that. Oh, that was long ago. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> one of the funniest, funniest, the, the, probably one of the top ten hardest I've ever laughed in my life. <laughs> We had to shut off. We had to get off the air yeah. and play music yeah. because we couldn't breathe. Couldn't stop laughing. All right. So what's true and what's false? South Africa officially has two capital cities. Mm-hmm. When going out of the cave, that's always turning the right direction. And by laying, lying a frog on its back and softly caressing its tummy, <laughs> it's possible to hypnotize it. <laughs> I Just picture that. You get a frog, you lay on its back, and you rub its tummy. I can't even get that far in my head. Okay. I don't even know that I could get a frog to lay on its back <laughs> and, and relax. You'd have to force it. You would have to force it. It'd have mm-hmm. to be a big old mm-hmm. fat frog, too. Yeah. You don't want a little pollywog. <laughs> pollywog. Yeah, well. Would you be okay. able to find a stomach of a pollywog? I don't think so. I think you need a Q-tip. Is that even a real word, polywog? Polywog, yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. Little, little right. things that turn into frogs. Okay. So mm-hmm. is that the one you're picking? Picking? No, I'm not picking yet. Okay. Nope. Just, 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 just talking it through. Okay. Just talking it through. All right. Okay. Which Cad, one? Cadcrowd.com. Now wait a minute. You. Oh, that's right. We're not going to be giving the answers. Not yet, because we are not done. No. We have a while to go. We have another half hour. Just about. CADcrowd.com is where this information is coming from. Crab. CAD. C-A-D. Crowd. Like a crowd of people. Cab. CAD. No. CAD. (laughs) (laughs) CAD like Caddyshack. Okay. Okay. C-A-D like dog. Okay. Crowd. Like a crowd of people. Dot com. <laughs> we just had a visitor come in and deliver a Christmas present. It's so pretty. Yes, it's oh. lovely. Oh, where's mine? I love Christmas. <laughs> I got mine last night, yes. Open it up. Open it up. She can yes. open it up. Pull I'm it trying apart. to eat a cookie Put out of that. There you go. There See? we go. I would try, we had, so Bev gave me a Christmas ornament gift that opens up, and I want a cookie out of it, and I couldn't open it, but... My uh, sister just came in, and she opened it, and I said, I want a cookie, and she closed it, and I didn't get a cookie. So, what the heck? Open it okay, back up there. So, okay. okay, so we also have our, uh, our special glasses that our listeners can't see, but it's okay. So, no, it's not, because people are at home saying, what are they talking about? Will they get to the right stuff? Maybe, you know what? We'll yeah. send our, we sent our picture to our producer, Tuck. Uh, t- uh, Matt Tucker. We did? Yeah, I did. I sent the picture of us in these glasses. Oh. Maybe they can post it on the WTBR uh, website, the Pittsfield Community Radio website. And say, Merry Christmas. And say, these are the nutty women that... that uh, the face of stuff. Yeah, talk about stuff. So, cadcrowd.com. Yes. These are eight random inventions that made millions. Ooh. Ready? Mm-hmm. Lucky, break, wishbones. So if you weren't lucky when it came to the yearly fight for one for the one and only turkey wishbone, then the lucky break wishbone is perfect for you. Ken Haroni is the man behind this product. He came up with the thought when during a Thanksgiving dinner with his family, he saw how several people wanted to have their own wishbone. Mm-hmm. So what did he do? In mm-hmm. 2004, he decided to close his consulting business and he launched the lucky break Wishbone Corporation. He officially started selling his unique breakable plastic wishbones in just a matter of two years. You're not going to believe this. The company was able to generate almost one million in sales through its distributors in over 40 states oh, all I'm, over the nation. I'm, I'm sorry, but that's that's really just no. Something you'd wish for? No. Uh, that's sad. He closed his business. <laughs> I can't believe he really made money off he that. He did. He made money. 40 states all over the nation. People were buying. I never even heard of these. I never did either. So everyone, it, wouldn't that be adorable, though, for Thanksgiving? Everybody gets their own little wishbone on the plate. But do they still get their wish? 
Well, be, yeah, because they have their own. <laughs> so you'd hold your bone. I think and this is called yellow journalism. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd w make your wish and break it, and you're going to win because you're going to have the biggest piece in one of your own hands. So and there one you of go. your own hands? And one of your in own either hands. either one. Do you know and the left or the right? The <laughs> one of your own. Whichever one happens to be the one that breaks the biggest piece. Hey, this is the day to find these really weird things. Okay? Yes. All right. Yes. Let's move on to vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wasn't there with you for that moment because I'm looking at the cookie and I'm thinking, I wanted the chocolate chip one. <laughs> No, I'll, I'm good. I'm good with this one. <laughs> She's driving her sister nuts. I didn't eat breakfast. I don't know if there's any nuts in there or not. You know what I had this morning? What'd I had have? leftover coffee in my coffee pot. I have a regular percolator. Uh-huh. And I had leftover coffee from yesterday morning in there. And you drank that? And I poured it in the cup. It was black. <laughs> it was bitter. And I put it in the microwave. And I was ashamed of myself. But did you drink it? I did. <laughs> Did I drink it? Ooh. Okay, I'm eating my cookie, and you can tell us what you have okay. to say. Vinegar. Get rid of stains and mineral deposits by filling the reservoir with one part white vinegar. She knew that. Two parts water and brewing. Repeat every three weeks. You can prevent colors from running to keep new clothes or towels from losing color. Soak them in one part vinegar, one part cold water for 15 minutes before washing. It kills grass and weeds. So you put them between bricks and flagstones, and it gets rid of all of the young weeds. You can freshen wilted vegetables and avoid moldy oh. cheese. Oh. Soak a cloth in vinegar, wrap it around hard cheese, and seal in an airtight container or Ziploc bag. Done. The vinegar prevents mold spores. I guess you wouldn't do that with blue cheese. That would be against the rules. I mean, for blue kind of, cheese. Do you eat blue cheese? I don't really do a lot of cheese. I like provolone and Swiss. Provolone and Swiss, as long or, as or it's inside a hot kind. pocket. The sti stinky <laughs> kind. Yeah, that's pretty close. What's the stinky kind that nobody oh, likes? Oh, mortadella? No. Um, I love that. The, oh, the, I hate that. I can't. Ugh. What's the name of that cheese? I had a recipe once for a grilled cheese sandwich, and you had to use three different kinds of cheese, and I went to the deli, and I got the three different kinds, and I got that one. That was one of them, and I took it home, and it smelled like like, like wet feet. But it tastes good. I couldn't, I couldn't eat it. I felt like I was eating toe jam. So all you had to do was close your nose. But then what's the sense? You can't taste without your nose. That's true. Yeah. But the vinegar thing... Oh, that's going to kill me. I can't remember. You don't use apple cider vinegar or balsamic. Why? You have to use white vinegar. Oh, okay. Don't you think? I don't know. I don't use vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the white vinegar for cleaning. Okay. But I like the idea of the freshening up the vegetables. Oh, I didn't read that one, did I? No, let's so see. So how do you freshen up the vegetables? Perk up soggy leafy vegetables by soaking them in two cups cold water mixed with one tablespoon vinegar for ten minutes. I'll be darned. Rinse, dry, and serve. So that's wilted vegetables, not old, bad vegetables. Soggy leafy vegetables. Soggy, leaky, le leafy leafy. <laughs> vegetables. <laughs> Patty just said Limburger cheese. Limburger, that's it, that's it. That's oh, the one that good. you were talking about. I that's like not it. the one I bought at the deli. Okay. But Limburger cheese is stinky. But it tastes good. Is it a German cheese? Limburger. I have that no sounds idea. Right. Oh, Does it sound right? I'll take it for granted. So. It's, okay. <laughs> okay, you know those yellow smiley faces that you can put? Like, there's stickers and those. there's little... Um, <laughs> You know, things you can do on your computer, on your phone, where you send a little happy face, a little yellow mm -hmm. smiley face, mm -hmm. those yellow things. Mm -hmm. You ready for this? With an estimated profit of $500 million, the yellow smiley face is the creation of Murray and Barnard, Spain. They wanted to open their own novelty store, so they decided to buy the exclusive rights to those yellow smiley faces that you see almost everywhere. They even purchased the Have a Nice Day tagline to come with it. They put these words and images on everything, which paved the way to a $50 million net worth 
in the first year and a half. Why can't I come up with those I, things? You know, we probably do all day and then we forget. And then we think, oh, this isn't worth anything. But yeah, we don't know how to get a hold of somebody to help you. And, the, you know, you got to get you got to get the copyright and you wow. got to get the license and you've got to get the the the. The stuff, like when you watch yeah. Shark Tank, they want to know. Do you That you don't want to sell. Yeah. Yellow smiley faces. I'll wait till you hear the rest. Go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, no, my cookie. There's a big chocolate chip in here. Petroleum jelly. I know. Vaseline. I know you're not supposed to use it because it's from animal, right? Is it? Is it? Is it petroleum? I thought it was from a black of whale or something. A whale? If your cat or dog's paw pads are cracked and dry, rub a little petroleum jelly on them, and it'll soothe them. And you can wipe away watermarks. Dab with petroleum jelly and let sit for 24 hours. Wipe off excess and polish as usual. Loosen up outdoor light bulbs. Sideline a squirrel. How? Oh, yes. Coat the pole of a bird feeder. Yes. Neaten your nail job. Put it around your fingernails when you're polishing them. If you make a mistake, the polish easily wipes away. Oh, There you go. So it's pet trolleum. So you put it on your pet's paws. Oh, boy. <laughs> pet trolleum. Oh, oh, I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember um, the Snuggie? The stu- Yes, <laughs> yes, I remember the Snuggie. The Snuggie. So, so that was that. <laughs> that was that blanket thing. You take you, your bathrobe and put it on backwards. Backwards, but this is bigger. This is a big old blanket, and it's yeah, well, snuggy. Okay, go ahead. The real reason behind the success of the Snuggie was its advertising campaign. It's all about the marketing. Oh, it's it's so true. You you create marketing that attracts people. But and you make them perceive that they need it. But what people? I mean, those people. I, These we, we people can't get wanna, into that. Just the name of it, Snuggy. Doesn't that make you sound good like you no. want to Okay, wait. <laughs> the Snuggy, an invention of Scott Boylan from Alistair, from Scott, Alistair Products, you know better. was advertised in ridiculous infomercials, remember? Oh, oh yes. That featured Whole families yep. that wore the Snuggies as they roasted marshmallows, they attended sporting events, thinking, they watched TV. Once you stand up, this thing's going to fall off. <laughs> Boylan said <laughs> that he took this kind of approach because the product was already ridiculous. And, and advertising in an equally ridiculous way made perfect sense. This <sighs> approach worked, my dear. I know. Guess how much the earnings were. Two hundred million for the Snuggie. That probably cost them two dollars to make. Now let's see. All right, people out there, take your jackets off, turn them inside <laughs> out. But they don't cover your feet, and they're not all cozy, cuddly. I'm not talking about feet. I'm talking about the top part of the body. You know, you turn it around. I printed a picture. Gotcha. <laughs> and okay. this is covering her feet. If you bought a Snuggie out there and you like it, good for you. You can email us at. Email us at stuffingforus.com at gmail. <laughs> Take two. I messed that one up really good. Take two. You can email us at stuffingforus at gmail.com. <laughs> That's All the one. one word. And tell us about your Snuggie. Now, don't get too intimate. But just tell us about your Snuggie. Keep your hands where I can see them. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. Oh, there's so much more. Oh, there's so much more. Cornstarch. Cornstarch. Slide rubber gloves on and off. Sprinkle it inside the gloves before you put them on, and they won't stick. You can freshen your feet. Shake a bit into socks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helps prevent blisters, it says. Because it's slippery. Get cooking grease off a wall. Put on a cloth and rub the spot until the mark is gone. You can squelch a squeaky floor or detangle a knot. Rub some into stubborn knots and shoelaces, strings, chain necklaces, etc. Works like magic. Chain necklaces. Mm-hmm. I love the feeling of cornstarch. Did you ever see the, the, the one where they have the straw? They say if you want to take your 
jewelry with you, but you, you don't want it to yes. tangle, put it in a straw. I have never seen a straw big enough to fit my chains. How big are your chains? <laughs> but this thing, this, this tiny little straw. I mean, you have to put in like a 16-inch or an 18-inch chain that's barely there to fit <laughs> into one of those straws. You know what? You give me your spoons, I'll give you my straws. <laughs> All right? We'll have a trade-off. It's a, that's a very good idea to, to do that. Mm-hmm. There's another thing I thought. You could just um, put a piece of paper down, lay your chains on the paper, and put tape over each chain and tape it to the paper. Ah. That might be an idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Put them in the fingers of your gloves. Put them in the fingers of your gloves. Yeah. Oh. Wow, we're so brilliant. <laughs> so, Pat Rock, I know you remember the Pat Rock. I so wish I had invented the I pet rock. I almost had one. Oh, you! it'd probably be worth some money. I think I did, but I gave it away. It's probably in a garden somewhere. Could be. So the pet rock, this man's name was Gary Dahl, D-A-H-L. He is the person behind this creation. The estimated profit of $15 million he made in six months. The concept of selling a rock may be ridiculous. However, Gary Dow figured out how to sell them and made millions in just several months. Some of them are really pretty. He became a millionaire by selling rocks for only $3.95 on a bed of hay. Wow. Every sale earned him about $3 because he probably went out hunting with his family for rocks. Yeah. He sold rocks as hassle-free pets which came with a cardboard box. I kind of like it. A pet training manual. And I have a picture here. There is a leash. A leash for your rock. These rocks became an instant hit and are one of the most successful fads of all times. A rock. A leash for your a rock. A pet rock. When I used to have friends... When I used to have friends... <laughs> When my friends, when my <laughs> friends sorry, used to go, on, I'm sorry. I love you. You're my friend. <laughs> when my friends used to go on trips, they'd say, "What would you like me to bring back for you?" And I'd say, "A rock," because I like rocks from different places, and I've got quite a few that are really interesting. My last friend bought me back two from Dachau. 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 The, the, Wait, I got it on the microphone. <laughs> Dachau. Dachau. The prison camp. Dachau. Yeah. Dachau. Stop that. No, that's crazy. So I have two rocks from there. So do you write what where it's from on the bottom? I did, and then I moved things around, and they got into a box, and, 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 and then I lost a lot of it. Because the ink came off? No, because I didn't put them on the rock. I put them on the paper. So things get separated and moved. Oh, I have a friend that we travel with, and everywhere we go, mm-hmm. he gets a rock. Yeah. And he writes on the bottom with a Sharpie ah. where we were, and he brings the rock I have home. one from a French castle. Wow. Yeah. <gasps> that one from the um, prison camp uh-huh. should be, like, in a special spot. I should have taken better care of it. Well, at least you have it. Uh-huh. I'm getting Somewhere. really sad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. It's slinky, it's slinky. It's a wonderful toy. It's slinky, it's slinky. It's fun for the girls and the boys. That lasts for about half an hour, and then you just want to throw it away. I know. <laughs> oh, no, the song or the slinky? Well, either one. Take well, your the, the sli- <laughs> <laughs> Richard James invented the slinky. I actually saw a documentary about this and how this came down. Oh, it yeah? Was, yeah, it was yeah? pretty cool. Yeah. He was a naval engineer who was known by locals as being clumsy. After he dropped a tension spring and observed how it moved on the floor, he had the idea for the slinky. He released the toy in 1945, and his first batch of 400 slinkies was sold in just 90 minutes. Holy! As of now, the slinky has earned James $250 million. They're kind of cute. They're cute. And when I watched the documentary, it, it, it was named something else first. Oh. And it didn't work. And then I don't know how they came on to Slinky. But huh. that, um, there's a, that channel on TV, you know, that one. 
the cue, <laughs> the what something, the water, whatever, just so you can do sell things constantly. No, 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 history like the History Channel oh, or oh, oh, where oh. you can watch. You can stump. See, I don't watch like every. I don't know when they're on. I just kind of I stumble hardly, on them. And I hardly good. watch TV. Oh, Greg right. will tell me once in a while. He'll say, "Hey, they're doing a show on such and such," and I'll watch it. And you'll watch it. Yeah. What's your favorite show? If you were to watch TV. Uh, I don't know what's on TV, actually. Really? I, I really... Survivor? It's American no, Idol? Dancing with no, the Stars? No, Really? No. Hallmark Channel? Oh, the one, the talent. The, the America's Got Talent. Yeah, I'd watch that. That's a good one. That'd be fun. Voice. Well, the Voice. The Voice. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, that was really good. They just ended. I know. Did the Girl Named Tom. Girl Named Tom won. Oh, yay. Yeah, I, I really kind of was rooting for the 14-year-old girl. But I think she has a career ahead of her anyway. Yeah, yeah. She, she's going to make it. Yeah, she's definitely going to make it. Cool. All right. Whose turn is it? Mine. Good. If you want to use a hair dryer, you can remove crayon marks or wax spills, blow dry the stain on high heat until the wax melts, and then wipe it up with a sponge. You can iron out plastic tablecloth or shower curtains because you can, like, you know, just blow mm -hmm. it on the thing till the... Mm -hmm goes away. Unstick a photo mm -hmm. and dust hard to reach places. That's my favorite because I use it on my computer all the time in between the keys. And you blow a hair dryer. Yep. So you can also use a hair dryer to um, stop the itch from an insect bite. Really? I think we talked about this before. I think we did, but I don't Or if remember. you get an insect bite, you can either heat up a spoon under hot, 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 hot water and then put the spoon on the bite. See, and never then, having had an itch from an insect bite, I don't know about You know, that, that deserves a slap. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. I have never, no. Mosquitoes don't itch me. They, they bite, and I hate it, and I slap them, and it's gone. And you never get itch. You never get an itch. Not after, no. Well, if you do, blow a hairdryer on it <laughs> until it until it burns a little bit. Maybe they don't like me as much as they think they Maybe do. Maybe that's an interesting thing. You need to look that up. Why? That's an interesting situation. You know what that movie, you know what that's from, that movie that's from? No. It's a very interesting situation. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's a wonderful life. Oh, that. Sorry. Well, that's one of your favorites, isn't it? Oh, God. All-time favorite. All-time favorite. Yes. So, hey, Beanie Baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any? No. Do you have a Beanie Baby? I don't have any beanie. I, I never was into the Beanie Baby thing. Um, They're so cute. So the man's name is Ty Warner. He's the person behind the Beanie Babies, which made him between, you're not going to believe this. What? Three to six billion dollars. Because they're like little baby toys. The concept was to fill a sack with some beans, give it ears, give it a creative name. The result was an empire larger than Mattel and Hasbro combined. Wow. Because you could throw it at each other and it wouldn't oh hurt. Oh my gosh. While most people scoffed at the understuffed animals, because they were understuffed. They were, yeah. They floppy. He, Ty referred to them as roadkill. <gasps> oh jeez. The haters were shut down after 30,000 were sold at the first toy show in the state of Atlanta. Wow. Ty Warner established his own empire and became remarkable. He did not advertise his products. He never sold them in major chain stores like Toys R Us. He didn't advertise? This made his toys tougher to obtain. This might have been in the beginning. Ah. So tougher to obtain, like the Cabbage Patch dolls, you get this craze. People have to have it. Yeah, yeah. Aside from that, Ty would retire models after their initial stock sold out, which turned them into prized possessions for collectors. Yeah. During the height of the Beanie Baby, Ty earned more than $700 million in just one year. Honey, Some, is he married? Oh, oh, I don't know. His name is, let's see, I'll tell you, Ty Warner. You're married. <laughs> <laughs> Some might refer to this as a scam, yet the line of collectibles enticed the craziest bad frenzy of all time. It makes me want to go out and buy one now. It's too late. No, I mean, just for my own pleasure. Just to have one? I could make one. I remember the roadkill thing. I don't. That sprung a little memory in my head that I remember them talking about the Beanie Babies being Road flat because they would be referred to as roadkill. Oh, that's so 
awful. Isn't that crazy? This guy, billions. Wow. Billions. We got to come up with something. Something. I have something. You do? Uh-huh. What do you have? It's, well, I'll say it. Should you, should you? Yep. Okay. An empty bottle of cologne. Uh-huh. A beautiful bottle. Uh-huh. But there's nothing in it. And it's beautiful. It's been done. And the label is called nothing. And then the <laughs> advertising is buy her this when she needs nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that's genius. That's beautiful. Did you ask her what she'd like for her birthday? And her reply was, oh, nothing. Nothing. There you go. Buy her nothing at all. We should when you want her to wear nothing, buy nothing. <laughs> That's genius. I love it. I love it. Yeah, my wow. friend Chrissy and I talked about this for a long, long time and then didn't go anywhere with it. And if anybody out there steals this, I'll come after you. I will burn your house down. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you ever get in the shower? Yes, every day. <laughs> <laughs> and you reach for the shampoo, but you're not sure if it's the shampoo or the conditioner? Yeah. Okay. Wrap a rubber band around a shampoo bottle and you'll never be able to, you'll never get it mixed up again. I couldn't because I couldn't put it, I couldn't. You could put it around the top of the, top of it? Oh, no, oh my God, right. you're a stickler, aren't you? <laughs> it just wouldn't look right. <laughs> You got suds in your eyes. You're not even looking at it. I never get suds in my eyes. Do you get suds in your eyes? Once in a while. <laughs> I okay, don't get okay, suds okay, in okay. my eyes. Put 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 a put a sticker on it or something that it would come off. A neon sticker maybe. Something? Why don't you just buy one shampoo from one company and one conditioner from another company and two different shaped bottles? No, I can't do that either. They don't match. This is trouble. I'm, I'm going on. <laughs> Keep spools of thread from unraveling by wrapping them in a rubber band. Uh, That's wrap, a very good idea. Wrap a rubber band around the handle of a hammer or screwdriver for firmer grip. You can hook a rubber band through the buttonhole and secure the other side to the button for an extra half inch of breathing room. Oh, I'd have to see that. On their jeans. Oh, you'd need a shirt to go over it. <laughs> Because you wouldn't want it to show. Where are we going with well, this? Well, yeah, you've got a button that's got a rubber band in the middle and you stretch it. You've got a stretchy. Something, something you used to say to me. Where where, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> we're running out of time. I'm we're we're running out of over. time. We need to do false. Or is this true or is this false? All right, which one did you pick? I actually picked. Did you hear them ones before? You didn't hear them? I think... Repeat it. All right. South Africa officially has two capitals. True or false? When going out of the cave, bats always turn in the right direction. By lying a frog on its back and softly caressing its tummy, it's, you can <laughs> hypnotize it. A frog. <laughs> One of those is yeah. true and two are not. I don't think it's easy to get a frog on his back and have him stay there. I'm going to scratch that one right out. I don't think South Africa's got two capitals. I think I'm going to go with the bats. Wrong. Mm. What would you think? Frog. You think the frog? Ding 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 ding. Actually, South Africa has three capitals. What? Pretoria, Cape Town, and Bloemfontein. And when going out of the cave, bats always turn left. Oh, they always turn left. I don't know why somebody told them to go that way, so they do and. You know, okay. hey, they get wherever they want to so go. Bats, left is right. So lying a froggy on its back and softly caressing <laughs> its tummy, it's possible to hypnotize it. Of course, I wouldn't kiss him, but I don't know. You put him on his back I and hypnotize him. What would I, you make him do? What could he do? Stick your foot up in the air. <laughs> I can't picture. I have to check that out. I love it. I think it's wonderful. So we are done for the day. We are done. WTBR 89.7 FM every Thursday morning at 8.30. Join us then. Join us then. Thank you so much.
views and opinions on this program are those of the hosts and not those of PCTV or WTBR.